Hello, hello, and welcome. I'm Victor Fernandez of Fit Family Foundations, and I'm here to say the foundation of your family's health begins with you. Welcome once again to the Fit Family Foundations podcast. I am your host, Victor Fernandez. Thank you for joining me as you do each and every week. I truly appreciate it because I'll be honest with you, it's simply not as much fun to run my mouth if no one's listening. You know, so today, I, but today I'll, I'll, I'll say this up front, I promise to do a lot more listening and a lot less running of my mouth because I have lots to learn from my next guest about fostering organization and order in our lives, specifically in the place we call home. In fact, and I mentioned this to her before we went on the air, I should have invited my wonderful wife, Shelly, to be on the show because we both need to hear the wisdom that's going to be shared today. Uh, first, though, a bit of housekeeping. Yes, pun intended. I need you to do me a favor if you haven't done so already, and that's to subscribe to the show, leave a five-star review. I love those. And of course, share the show with anyone and everyone you cross paths with in life, because what's shared on this show, especially by my next guest will resonate with all of us. And speaking of my next guest, her mission in life is to help create peace through outer order in our homes, one space at a time. She was the kid, and this is, this is near and dear to my heart, she was the kid growing up who organized her closet by season, by style, by color, which would have made her by default my mother's favorite child in my home back in the day. And that sense of order and organization has evolved into not just a business, but a true passion as a professional organizer and owner of Kristen & Co. Organizing, in which she has helped family, friends, neighbors, and now her clients organize their, and optimize their spaces and transform their lives from the inside out. Along the way, she has transformed her own life through her own personal health and fitness journey that I'm telling you, I'm sure has an incredible impact in the energy she puts into her business and into her clients. Please welcome to the show, Kristen Roser. Kristen, welcome. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Victor. Thanks for having me. Well, I guess first of all, as I said before, I wasn't kidding. You would be by default my mom's favorite child <laughs> because she is a housekeeper by trade for over 40 years and by DNA. It's been instilled in her from day one. So, but I want to jump into one thought that you shared with me in your bio that I found really interesting. And I'm going to quote you on this one. It's not just about making your home picture perfect. It's about elevating your everyday experiences, which set the tone for the rest of your life. And it re that really resonates with me because that's how I've been my entire life, whether I wanted to or not, to be quite honest with you. Can you expand on the meaning behind that? and why it's become such a powerful message you want your own clients to take to heart. Sure, I'm glad that resonated with you. So, you know, in a day where organizing products and bins and baskets and TV shows, et cetera, they're just, it's everywhere. People are fascinated by the, just organizing. They want to do it. They they know it, it helps, uh, you know, from the inner and the outer of our, of our minds and our spaces. Um, but, Sometimes it can be this, you know, Pinterest worthy picture that we are, are you know, trying to get to and it's just not realistic, right? We all have 
busy lives. Maybe we have kids. Maybe we're empty nesters. Maybe we work a lot. Maybe we're retired and we don't want to do <laughs> any of the organizing. So it's it's one thing to have it look beautiful. And that is one thing that my team and I absolutely do. But it has to function. If it does not function and help you to be able to maintain that order, then it's the, then what's the point, right? So we love to do, you know, kind of function and beauty and combine that because there is some, there is psychology behind also the fact that uh, if something is beautiful or you're very proud of it, you will do more to keep it that way. Whether it's an actual thing, um, it's your favorite sweater, or it's your home. Like if you walk into your closet and you just love how orderly and clean and tidy it is, our nature is to want to keep it that way. Absolutely. And it, and it's, I'm glad you mentioned that because I know I, I kind of, I mentioned my mom and obviously her, she's very neat. She's very tidy. I mean, she was the woman I vividly remember to this day who would actually vacuum the curtains. Oh, yes. Yes. I mean, it went that far. And, uh -huh. and there was always a certain way to do things. And of course it was her way, you know, so, you know, but I, as I've grown older, I've realized, you know, that it, it's not just things in the right places where you can find them, where it doesn't take you a half an hour searching for them. Like you're going on, you know, you know, a, a scavenger hunt trying to find something, mm -hmm. but it's that inner peace, you know, that knowing that things are the way they, they should be, at least in our minds, where did that come from for you? I know where it came from for me. It was built into my DNA, but where did it come from for you where that order and that inner peace just went hand in hand? Sure. So I, just like your mom, I grew up in a household where everything had its place. Everything, you know, we had our weekly chores. We had during the summertime, we spent Mondays cleaning the house with my mom, my brothers and I did. So um, it was an expectation. I, I definitely um, was, was brought up in that kind of environment until I got to an age where I basically rebelled. <laughs> I basically said, I, 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 my mom loves when I tell this story, but I remember having as a teenager shouting matches with her of, I don't want to do any more of the laundry. I don't want to dust. In fact, when I grow up, my carpet will be my clothing. <laughs> and the irony in that is what I have, you know, the business that I own today. <laughs> So there was a period of time where um, I, I did I just because I, I felt like maybe I was forced to to do something a certain way and, it, and and I didn't I didn't want to. And so then as I got a little older, I realized just how how much calmer my mind was. Um, my business was formed out of the frustration of my own home office that I'm sitting in today. I literally would walk in here and turn on my heel and walk right back out because there was just stuff everywhere because I didn't have a place for it to go. And I wasn't functional. You know, I, I wasn't productive. Uh, it just, it, it made me sad because <laughs> I knew how it should be for me for, and that's another thing I'm going to touch on is um, in a second about everybody's organizing is not a one size fits all. It does not look the same for every single person, but I, just to answer your question, I, I feel like um, it's, it's come from years of just understanding that when I don't have a lot of things around me taking away from my distracting me, basically not giving me the bandwidth to be able to create or to, you know, help others or whatever it might be. Um, 
taking that volume and that clutter away is definitely something that's it's 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 it can be learned that's the other thing too it's it some people it's innate in and then others it it doesn't come naturally and that's okay because you can it's just small simple little habits that are shifted that way you can get to the goal that you want to achieve I'm glad you mentioned, you know, it's not a one size fits all as most things in life aren't contrary to all our popular belief. If I gave you a tour of our bedroom, you'd see the absolute dynamics in what's considered or believed to be neat and tidy. I, you look in my closet and I'll be honest with you, it still looks like it was when I was growing up. Unlike you, where it was by color and by season and so forth. For me, it was every every article of clothing was a certain distance apart from one another. Like they couldn't be touching. I don't know. It was the OCD in me. I don't know exactly where, where exactly. I know where it came from, but I didn't know how it manifested in my mind in that way. But if, and it looks the same way now, but if you look across the room to my wife's side of, of the room, her side of the bed and so forth, there's stuff everywhere, at least in my mind, but she knows where everything is. Mm. So mm -hmm. how do you, and I could, if you she asked me to go find something in that mess, there's no way I would find, you probably wouldn't find me anymore because I'd be buried in there somewhere. <laughs> so how do you get people to kind of not necessarily change their minds, but have that mindset shift where they can see things in a, even a slightly different way? Yeah, you know, you hit on a good thing because what is neat and tidy to you is, could be the polar opposite mm -hmm. of for somebody else but they know where everything is. And so if, if that's how they need to see things or function or um, organize, then that's, that's one of the things that we help our team, my team and I help our clients, you know, kind of create because under asking the question of, do you feel like, you know, what, what, what type of organizer are you? Do you feel like if it's behind a drawer, if it's in a bin under the bed, I don't have it anymore. It's out of sight and therefore it doesn't exist. And a lot of children are very much like that. I will speak for my 10 year old daughter who <laughs> I lovingly and jokingly say that my 10 year old daughter is my worst client. <laughs> she's gotten so much better as she's gotten older, but she has to see every single thing or it, she doesn't have it. And, um, adults are like that as well and so just truly asking the questions and just understanding you know does when you walk into this space do, do the things that are on the nightstand and on the dresser and then in the closet does do you not notice it or is it okay or does it make you feel a little anxious and stressed when you walk in because if the answer to the is is the lot for the last question is stressed and anxious then that's how we can come up with a good system to kind of create for that person. And households have different organizing styles, different folks, as you well experience. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> right? So just really understanding. Um, and just from a tactical standpoint, like you always are organizing for the, the, the macro kind of organizer. So the person who is very meticulous and has all the small little bins behind the, the closed cabinet that's a really big stretch for somebody who just has everything on the nightstand, right? So we've got to kind of organize for some for both, but making sure that it's not too much of a an unrealistic thing to maintain, pretty much. Oh, it's funny you mentioned your daughter because, and, and I don't think everybody obviously nobody out there saw this unless you're seeing video of this. But I pointed towards my son's bedroom, which is just over my 
my right shoulder. And if I were to give you, well, I wouldn't want you to go in there. I mean, talk about stressed, but uh, it's, he knows where everything is because it's all on the floor. So it's easy to spot. And so unless, I mean, I walk in there, I step on everything. So obviously it's not easy to spot for me, but for him, it's, it's organized chaos, if you will. You know, so, so how do you even, how do you instill that even from a young age? Like I said, it was instilled in you in the beginning but then as you got a little bit older, you rebelled and then kind of went full circle again. So how do you instill it even in your youngest clients? <laughs> you know, there are a lot of schools of thought to organizing with young children. And of course, the young is subjective. So um, if we're talking, you know, three, four, five, even, um, then you could do a lot of it on your own. But when they get a little older or on a case-by-case -case basis with your child. Like for instance, my child, when she was four, if I implemented the strategy, I'm getting ready to say she would have lost her mind, <laughs> which was, oh, they're at school, they're at camp, they're wherever, they're at grandma's. Let me just clean out their room real fast, right? And it sounds great in theory because why? We're the adult, we can get done quicker. We know what it, it looks like to be, needs to be to be tidy. Um, a child's going to want, oh my gosh, I haven't seen that toy in five years, but it's my favorite, right? So how to kind of find that balance? One is understanding the child, right? My child is very much, she knows the rock that her preschool teacher gave to her and it's in a certain spot. And if I was to move it, then the world would be over. Um, or they get a little older as she is now. So it's just really understanding how they need to see things, but knowing that labeling, labeling is a big deal for kids that can't read using pictures on the labels of so printing out a picture of a truck, you know, or a doll baby or whatever it might be really helps for the tidy up time. And then just really helping, you know, well, so if there's kids that are a little older, I definitely encourage doing it with, maybe doing it kind of partial with and, and then with the child um, not at home. And by that, I mean, get everything out and sort it. So that way you've got all the doll babies together. You've got all of the whatever's together and then bring the child in and say, we're going to go on a, like a shopping trip or a scavenger hunt. And I want you to pick your three favorites of this and then go from there. Because if they're very, you know, resistant to that and they want to keep all, then it's a different conversation if they're like, oh yeah. And then you can even do it in another kind of, um, you know, uh, graduated donation timeframes. So maybe it's, the things that they don't love and aren't playing with right now, you can put into a rotation so you can get them into a bin, into a box, out of sight, and 90 days later, bring it back. And if they haven't missed it in that 90 days, it might even be something that they can get rid of, you know? So it's definitely, little ones are definitely, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a, a, a fine balance. <laughs> and, and I'm sure you could probably say that about some adults too. Yeah. True. True. <laughs> in some cases they might be tougher clients than even the youngest youngest ones so mm -hmm. how did you go about finding that style that approach to help satisfy all different types of clients that you're going to work with because i just like one size fits all doesn't apply to organization one size fits all doesn't apply to each client and how we approach them and how we how we deal with them. Absolutely. So the first thing is 100% zero judgment. Like no judgment ever. 
Um, and just coming from a place of compassion and kindness, patience as well, because, you know, when folks call us, they're ashamed, they're embarrassed, they have guilt, um, that it's gotten to a spot where they can't do it on their own. Right. And so just truly celebrating the fact that even just, you know, filling out the form on the website or picking up the phone to call, it's a really, really big deal. And then actually working with them, it's, you know, it's again, understanding and helping them to understand it didn't get like this overnight and it's not going to, you know, be it's there's not a magic wand either although a lot of, of our clients do like to call us our fair, their fairy godmothers it's it's organized um but no judgment compassion and just really really helping them understand you know we've, we work with a lot with older folks too so maybe their husband just passed away maybe um they're going through a transition transition and now they're empty nesters um and that's a time of adjustment in and of itself. And so really just trying to, to help them uh, understand where they, how they feel about their belongings. You know, I have clients who husbands passed away and we're not even talking about the clothing and that's fine. It's absolutely fine. Right. Everybody kind of has their thing. And so we just work with what, where they are at that moment. It's much more important to do that, I think. That what you just talked about, definitely it resonates with me, hits home with me in the sense that my parents, you know, they're getting older, you know, and I mean, they're in their, they're pushing 80, 80 years old. And, you know, my dad's not in the best of health. His health has declined over the, quite a bit over the last five years or so. And we go through that house and my wife and I have, it's a challenge. I mean, my, it's, I, I say it's clean chaos. It's organized chaos. I like to call it because everything's in its place. There's nothing just scattered about, but there isn't an inch of organizational space that hasn't been used with something because everything accumulated over the last 50 plus years of, of marriage is still there. You, got it. you know, and how, how being on the outside looking in, seeing what they're going through, what's the process like in their minds thinking that it's not just possessions, it's a life's worth of memories. And now we're talking about getting rid of them or organize or just creating a different sense of what it is, what it's been for so many years. Yes, that's really, really important. So one thing I say to almost every client probably is the thing that you are, are stuck on that reminds you of your mom or your grandmother the thing isn't your mom or your grandmother. The memory is. And the memory lives in your heart and in your mind, right? Mm -hmm. So now I'm also not the organizer who's going to come in and say, well, you don't need any of this. And you're going to, you know, we do not do that as well. I call it gently nudging mm -hmm. because sometimes folks just need permission to let go of things, but they haven't known how. And especially when there's decades or generations worth of, 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 I'm putting in air quotes for those that can see this, but of memories, right? And so how, how, how do you decide what is the most important? And each, like just back to the organizing is you know, not a one size fits all. Decision-making isn't either as well. So 
Some folks are very much ready to just let go of things. Some folks, the, the, the memory is attached to the thing. And so, again, we're just trying to figure out what that balance is. We're not saying if you have, you know, a, a, a Hummel collection of, a, of 200 Hummels that we just sell all the Hummels. It's let's find your favorites. What is this one? I'm thinking of my parents when they downsized. So my mom had a Hummel collection and um, they were moving to a, from a house to a condo and the, all the, the entire Hummel collection couldn't come. So she has, um, she had, she had a lot of the plates and she kept the plate of the year that I was born. And then I have identical twin brothers. So then the year that they were born and, you know, a figurine or two or three that reminded her of us, mm -hmm. of my grandmother, of my dad, you know, things like that. And now we've kind of pared down that collection where it still has that memory invoking part. Mm -hmm. But it's not to the masses where it's just creating the clutter and that's not that's not your goal, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, it's it's it might, you may not see it here unless unless you can see the uh, the steam rising from my head, but uh, or from or out of my ears. Um, there's such and this is kind of a, a segue on my part here where there's such a connection between what your passion is and what mine is. Because there isn't, you know, a one size fits all for how we live our lives inside our home and when we're away from it, you know. And for me, like you said earlier, it's it's a big deal. It's a big accomplishment to just get on the Internet and fill out that application form and tell somebody you've ne probably never met before. Here's my problem. It's, I've been dealing with it for years and I don't know which way to turn to yeah. solve it, you know? And so when you say that it resonates with me because whether it's our mental, emotional, physical health or in, in organizational health and order in our lives, they're all connected. It's right. that peace of mind, it's that quality of life that we're all searching for that we think we have, but we really don't. And the idea of it is great, but we don't know how to match idea with actual solutions to bring that idea to life. How important yeah. is that? How much do you draw from that when you go into each and every client's home to really discuss what's going to happen next? Yeah, well, you know, the, the health journey, fitness, physical, all that, you're, you're exactly right. There's so much to so much, so much, par so many parallels, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, um, I would imagine when folks call you, it's, I have yo-yoed for years. I, um, want maybe it's motivational you know aspect so I, I want to be able to fit into a mother of the groom dress for my son's wedding um I my doctor said I have to get this in check you know and there's so many motive but but the underlying thought or fear sometimes is how did I how did I get here and why why can I not do this by myself and I would imagine that you're able to step in and say, I'm just really glad that you called because we can have, we can come up with a solution together. And I know that you've maybe tried, it's overwhelming, but here's, here's a game plan and here's how we can do it together. Right. And I say those same things to our clients. It's, I, I can't even walk in this room. I don't even know what's in this room. I haven't been in this room or I have, I love to entertain, but I haven't had anybody over to my house in a decade because I'm so embarrassed. And I don't know what to do first. 
And so being able to offer that solution for you with the physical and then for us with that the, the clutter to be able to offer that solution is you can see the shoulders kind of drop a little bit in this sense of relief. I mean, if we get one kind of soundbite, if you will, uh, or one sentence of feedback after almost all of our clients, it's, I just feel relieved. And, you know, having been through a health journey here over the last, you know, let's see, seven or eight months now, to know where I was to where I am now and to understand that it was a journey, but it was necessary, but I needed the help too. And that's, I think what both of us bring, you know, to our clients. What was it? And I'm glad, and I'm glad you mentioned that because that was my next the segue part two, you know, in the sense that the script, you know, the script flipped for you. You went from the professional to the client in essence you had your own health and fitness journey. You wanted to lose certain amount and a certain amount of weight, and and we know there's a number attached to it, but it's, it's it goes beyond what that well beyond what that number says, whatever it says. So, what was it like to come to that realization? Need to figure out where to where to start first, just like so many of your clients have had to do. Yeah. You know. I'm one of those, and I think a lot of people can be, um, I don't need help. I will just figure it out. I just, and so I had done that for a long, too long of a period of time where I think I just, I, I, I don't think, I know I got, I just hit a point where I said enough. I don't know how to do this on my own. I know I want a change, but I don't know how to get there. So I saw a friend, I reached out to a friend, you know, she's guided me, she's coached me, she's helped me along. I, I now understand how to eat, you know, balance meals frequently so that my blood sugar doesn't drop. And, you know, we, we talk about our why of a lot of things, you know, in life, just in general. And I had a lot of them for getting, you know, my health in check, but one of them was my clients. A big one of them was my clients because I was, I was finding, I mean, when I say that we are, we are moving, we are going from the moment we walk in until the moment we leave. And it's not unusual to have 10,000 steps in five or six hours. Right. And I was finding that I was exhausted by hour three and the idea of having a client back to back, you know, day by day to day was, uh, -uh I've got to be able to recuperate from yesterday. I can't. And so that the, the energy and, and uh, soreness in knees, lower back, ankles, all of that, that was the thing that I finally said, if I'm going to serve my clients how I want to and how they deserve to be, you know, served, I, this is, this is a huge component. I can have all the organizational processes and the best bins and baskets, you know, and I can come in with a smile I want, but if I can't deliver, two things if I can't deliver because I'm so tired mm -hmm. but if also I don't have the bandwidth in my mind to be able to continue that compassion and that kindness all the way through the session not just when I first walk in that was a pivotal pivotal moment to decide okay let's do this <laughs> it's I would I would think it even adds to the level of understanding and non-judgment for lack of a better term because during your own personal journey, you're having some of the same thoughts 
and fears and doubts and concerns that and excuses let's face it we've all had them too yeah that the people standing across the way from you are having as well i know for me i love be there is hasn't been one even whether it's somebody that's worked with me whether it's somebody who isn't or who hasn't there has never been anyone that sat across from me where I haven't been listening to what they're saying and not said, man, does that really hit home? Because I remember this time in my life or that time in my life where that same thought ran through it a million times. So how important is it to be able to, for you to even get even a greater understanding of what your clients are going through because you did personally as well? Sure. You know, I, I think just being able to relate and it, and like you said, there's so many different ways that people can relate, whether it's, um, you know, a, a family member who's passed away and you have some experience to draw on from that or a family member who is, you know, dealing with a very, very serious disease and illness and is getting ready to be put into a nursing home. Right. And so just really helping the client understand that, but coming to it from, I've been there and I know that I know how you feel personally. I know how you feel and, um, and just, just helping them with a solution. And then from the health side of it, the feelings that I was feeling looking in the mirror, um, getting in the car at the end of the day and literally just being wiped, um, but not knowing how to do it and not knowing, like not, not wanting to ask for the help until the the pain was greater than the risk basically and uh and I think that you're right clients feel that too I was embarrassed I've been an athlete my entire life I've been in great shape most of my life and then I hit 40 and I don't know what in the world happened but the things that I used to be able to do whether it was the energy it was the sleep even it was you know losing weight it was toning up it was all those things didn't work anymore. <laughs> just did not work. <laughs> and so just like when we're on a, with a client, you know, organizing, we've got to pivot a lot. We thought this was going to be a really quick, you know, clean out the, the kitchen and the pantry and organize it and whatever else. But the client, you know, is having trouble making decisions on letting go of pots and pans or et cetera. So it slows things down. So we've got to be able to pivot on our, on our toe, just <laughs> like with health journey that, you know, it didn't work anymore. And so go ahead and find something different and, and take action. Oh, absolutely. Let's, let's go ahead a little bit. I mean, and I'll, I'll give people a brief, uh, brief synopsis, if you will, of the, of the of what you offer. And for those of you who think, you know, Kristen lives and works in Wilmington. That's where she, that's where home base is. But her her reach is far and wide. And I'll tell you why, because it's not just three types of in-home services. She also does virtual. She also does DIY. You know, And so if you think, oh, I live in Las Vegas or someplace like that. I don't know if I have followers in Las Vegas. Hopefully I do. Hopefully it's far, it's far and wide and even more so than I think, you know, she can help you too. You know, so I want you to share in how your business grew to where it is right now. Cause now it's not just you. There's the CEO is company. There's more than one and where you see it a year, five years, 10 years from now. Yeah. Great question. Oh, I love this. So yeah, just like most organizers, I started out as a solopreneur. Um, I just knew how I felt when I organized my house. 
And I wanted to give that to others, give that feeling. And um, so, you know, when I actually was did my house, I um, was telling a best friend about, I did this and I did this and I feel like this. And it just, it just, and she said, gosh, I have never, I've never heard you talk like this. I've never heard you be so excited. You should start a business. And without even pausing, without even, I said, no, no, no way. <laughs> and then Man, just that sounds quickly, familiar. I, right. <laughs> and then just as quickly, I was like, well, why not? Why not? What am I afraid of? And then all those questions come in. Right. Mm. And so that was um, mid April and I started the business mid May. So you know, it started just with me and I could only help as many clients as I could, could be there. <laughs> and, but I knew when I started this business that I didn't always just want to be myself. I wanted to have more organizers that I could help, that I could, that, you know, I could provide work for, and that we could help clients achieve their goals faster. If that's their desire, some, you know, are want it to be spread out, but most is what I was finding is that it's, can you come yesterday? <laughs> like, I want it done right now. <laughs> I want it done right now. And yet, and yet it's understandable too, right? Because they, they have finally made the decision. I need help. And then to be told, oh, right. That'll be two months be between now and when I can actually get to you. That's it's discouraging, right? So I added the team December of the first year. So with about six months into business and I've got four organizers who are just they're like family. I mean, we just have so much fun together. Clients probably think of their, like we have known each other our whole lives because we do feel like it. <laughs> um, and so, you know, we, uh, you know, a, a year from now, I'd love, um, I'm actually doing this right now. One of my organizers, I'm kind of grooming to be a lead organizer. So to be another me, I currently am in the lead organizer on every project from consult to invoicing. <laughs> mm -hmm. And um having her be able to be a me for another client across town at the same time. I just, I, I can't wait for that because I know one, she's fantastic. The team is fantastic being able to have basically two teams going, but again, being able to serve those clients in a more timely manner where they, when, when they need it, they've made the decision. Let's, let's do it. Right. Um, and then five years, I'd love to have multiple locations. Uh, Wilmington will always be my, you know, my home base, like you said, but figuring out, you know, maybe there's another city adjacent, you know, or another state even where I, where, you know, that is in, in need and being able to offer that service as well. So that's, that's the long-term goal for sure. Well, I know if it's anybody I know out there, I know plenty of people who need your help, yours truly included. In, in, on that list, probably number one on that list, you know, so because uh, I know we're going to come to a point I and mean, we live in a small space, as you can see right now, you may not be able to see me on air, but Kristen can see me. I can touch the walls on either side of me, you know, so my little my little cubicle, it's not even a cubicle, cubicle will be a mansion compared to this. And, uh, you know, so it's not a very big space. So when when it's a very big space, it isn't as organized and as uh, as full of order, if you will, as it should, it looks even and seems and feels even smaller. So you will definitely. So when it comes that day, once we buy, you know, and stuff needs to come and go, you all know who I'm calling. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> help yesterday, please. Now you, know, you because, got it because we're we're definitely going to need it. What has all this meant to you? It's got to feel like. 
the way you, the way you described earlier when you were talking to your friends saying how organizing your home made you feel how happy and how content and how excited you were you you must feel that every time you complete a project for a client and they just you know that you know home makeover on tv type show wow look on their face that's got to take you back to that moment in time for you Oh, you know, I have I have chills right now with with listening to you say that because one hundred percent of the time, you know, it, it is our our mission in life to provide a service that get, delivers a goal that the client needs that makes them feel better, mm-hmm. right? And so, feel better is subjective. It looks different for everyone. However. Standing with that client in their closet where they literally could not even walk into it. They would just throw clothes on top of it and hope for the best. And now they see and can appreciate their clothing or their garage. They were never able to park in the garage and, and they now they can. To see the look, on, and again, the, the look on their face, but then the, just the shoulders drop. You, they feel lighter and then just the feedback, you know, just understanding what a transformation they did, you know, because like you mentioned, we have a couple of different, three different ways that we work with clients. And one of them is literally sitting knee to knee with that client going through each and everything. Right. And the other end of the spectrum is the client is there for like an hour in the morning and then they go to work and they come back and their pantry is done. <laughs> so, and everything in between, but those clients, especially who were sitting knee to knee, they really, really just, they know the, and they understand the transformation in themselves that they've made. It's a big deal. And, uh, and all of our clients, you know, being able to get that feedback of, I'm not going to lie, getting that feedback when you walk in and they're like, oh, I can't, you know, I can't believe it. This is the greatest ever. That is definitely so fulfilling. And we just love it. We love it so much. <laughs> Well, that that is awesome. This has been an awesome show. I, you know, I mentioned, you know, to Kristen before we came on air that the best shows are the ones where we forget about recording. And I just I peeked over to my timer because wanted to make sure it wasn't longer than I thought it was because it's such a, it's been such a great conversation, such a great back and forth. I hope all all of you out there, you know, feel the same and certainly listening to it. Then I would hope you feel the same. Uh, but since your reach and I hope my reach goes far beyond Wilmington, uh, tell people where they can find you on the internet, social media, all that fun stuff, how they can touch base with you. Because I know there's people out there that's going to start ringing you up because they're like, I need help now. You need help. Oh, I, I would love that. I, you know, I, I try to make it as simple as possible. Simple should be my middle name, <laughs> given <laughs> what I do. So both Instagram and Facebook, we are Kristen and Co. Organizing. And then website is Kristen and Co. Organizing.com. And the and is spelled out. So it's pretty, it's very simple. And you can schedule actually on the website, you can get to my calendar and schedule what I call my tidy talk, which is just a quick you know, no obligation, understand what your goals are, phone call, like 15, 20 minutes, and you can actually see my calendar and get uh, get scheduled right from there. It can't be any easier than that, folks. You know, <laughs> have somebody come in and spread that fairy dust around, like she mentioned earlier, and poof, there it is. You can you park in your garage, you can walk into your closet without fear of an, uh, of an avalanche falling on top of you. You can find stuff in your house without needing to re- require a search party. You know, those it's it's it makes life that much easier, but it goes beyond that, as as we've talked about here on the show today. Kristen, this has been 
a great time. I know we've we've sat down and had talks one on one in person before, and I've been I it dawned on me not too long ago. It's like I got to get her on the show because I need to hear more about this too. And if I need to hear it, I know other people need to hear it. So I certainly appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your wisdom and your expertise with us. Absolutely. My pleasure. I really, really appreciate it. I just enjoy getting to know you as well. So um, thank you again for having me. Well, folks, that was Kristen Roser once again, Kristen and co-organizing. Look her up. She's going to help you, no doubt about it. And she's going to make it as painless as it could possibly be, which is what we all want. Once again, folks, subscribe, leave a five-star review, share this, this show with anyone and everyone, because no matter who we bring on the show, no matter what walk of life they're from, they all have one thing in common, sharing that wisdom, that expertise with generations younger, older, and everywhere in between. Because obviously, folks, generational health begins with you. Thanks so much for listening. I hope what you've heard on the show truly resonates with you. If you want to learn more about the health and fitness services I provide, including my new Fit Family Foundations membership program, head to my website, fernandezfit.com. If you're ready to connect with me about health and fitness coaching, shoot an email to ocmdfernandezfit at gmail.com or a text to 814-504-7774. And of course, you can find me on social media, Victor Fernandez123 on Facebook, as well as Fernandez Fit LLC on both Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, always remember, the foundation of your family's health begins with you.